This is Diaries of a Sensitive Soul. My name is Rachel Kelly. Welcome to my podcast. As a highly sensitive person, knowing there's so many others out there just like me, I wanted to create this podcast as a safe place to express myself and connect with others as I explore and share topics that many of us stay silent around. As a trauma-informed coach and narcissistic abuse specialist, you can expect both personal stories and educational insights along the way. My hope is that by hearing the raw and vulnerable parts of my life, you can remind yourself that you're never alone in yours. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Diaries of a Sensitive Soul. And this episode... We're going to be diving straight into the world of high sensitivity and what it means to be a highly sensitive person and the gifts that come with this deep sensitivity that 20% of the population are born with. And so if you're listening to this and you already know a bit about what it means to have the trait of a highly sensitive person, then hopefully this episode will give you some good reminders or maybe some new insights for you. And if not, if you're listening to this, then hopefully this episode will give you some deeper understanding or insights to the world of high sensitivity and this trait that exists among both all genders, all cultures. It's not unique and specific to one certain person. And so it can look very different in different people. It can express itself differently, but at the root, at the core, there are many traits that are found within people that possess this genetic trait and so in this episode I wanted to just unpack what it means to be a HSP a highly sensitive person before I go on to share the beautiful gifts as well as the challenges of course because we know that there are always pros and cons to most things here in the world and we get to decide for ourselves the lens that we can navigate our experiences with and the perspective that we choose to see things through. So being a highly sensitive person is much more than feeling deep empathy, than being emotional or being the one that always cries at movies or feeling deep, deep empathy. That is definitely a big part of being a highly sensitive person. But there's so much more. A highly sensitive person has a highly attuned nervous system. Being born with a nervous system that is wired slightly differently. It's like we have these finely tuned instruments and we can pick up on all of this sensory processing around us to a really great depth. And so, of course, picking up on details, nuances that others might miss means that there's a lot of processing that's going on for, for HSPs. 
and it's like having this super sensitive sensory radar i guess that's able to pick up and read things read people read the world in high definition and so this really gives rise to a lot of different traits a lot of different ways behaviors ways of being in the world and so let's just jump in now to talk about what that is because i'm really passionate about sharing with other people what being a hsp is because i know the minute that i found out that i'd never heard of being a highly sensitive person i'd never heard of that trait or if at least if i did i wasn't ready to accept it until there was a point in my life um five, four or five years ago now where i discovered i was a hsp and it made sense and it validated so much of my life's experience that i just couldn't I couldn't not focus on understanding more about this trait, understanding more about myself and then spreading the word to help others. So to share with you some traits with high sensitivity, empathy is such a big one. Having such a deep part of us that really feels on a really deep level. And so this might look like you know, listening to your friends and them sharing a story about their deep pain or their deep happiness. And it's almost like you can feel their experience on such a deep level that you find yourself crying or you find yourself just feeling so choked up around their experience. And the reason I gave two examples there is because this isn't just on the lens of having deep compassion for happy emotions, for somebody's joy, but also on the other end of the spectrum for someone's deep sadness, their grief, their pain. And that's something that, again, is a double edged sword, um, and but very much a superpower to be able to, you know, connect into other people's feelings like that as well. So I would say that if you are a HSP, this can be one of the more challenging parts around, you know, navigating life, being in a world where things aren't always uh, good. We have to look at the circumstances in a world where there is suffering, there's pain, and it can be really hard to know what's, how to move through life especially when we're younger and we don't know that we have this trait but all we feel is such deep emotions for other people and for ourselves as well i know that there was a point in my life where i was processing grief at a really young age for somebody else um and i really was so confused and i didn't understand I couldn't understand or grasp the concept that somebody else was suffering with a loss of a loved one. And I took the whole pain on my shoulders. And yes, this person was perhaps grieving for themselves. Um, but what what really was quite confusing for me as a 15 year old was being drowned in such intense emotions and not feeling like I could communicate what I was feeling. And that for me is a pattern that's connected into how I've moved through most of my childhood, most of my adult life. And that's been to be very private and keep in my emotions, which I'm not saying that that's a trait of being a HSP. 
I know on the other side of the spectrum, I've worked with many HSPs who have often been labeled as dramatic, who have often been labeled as uh, too much, too sensitive. And they've had these labels and been very self-conscious about these parts of their personality and have felt that because of not being able to hold in their emotions or being able to process them healthily or in a way society expects or feeling more than the average person, let's say, then that again has impacted them in some way. So there's many nuances to these these traits and a lot of complexities, which will also stem from the way that we're brought up, our inherent personalities, our genetics, many things. So that's something to bear in mind. But the empathy, the deep level of compassion is huge. And I truly feel that it is a superpower once we can understand how to separate uh, ourselves and other people. And there are a couple of other things, I guess, which kind of lead straight on to that, which I've just touched on that I wanted to share. So in Dr. Elaine Aaron, her work, which was really going deep into these studies, the research around being a HSP, she really understood and addressed the profound depth of HSPs, like the level of depth in a way of deep processing, taking in our internal and external environments. So like the sensory processing from what's going on around us, the conversations that people are having, the noises around us, the bright lights, the traffic, like the busy shopping centers, the high rushes of energy, all of this stuff, it can really overload a HSP's nervous system because they're always taking in this depth. Their supercomputer brains is just wired to a way that is just processing a deeper rate than a non-HSP. And what I found, this level of depth can really show up in the way that HSPs move through life, in just their personalities, the way that they show up, the way that their curiosity, the depth of understanding life's questions, the mysteries, the curiosity, and really that seeking of meaning and the ability to process all of that in such a deep way to be able to reflect sit with that ponder that and just really being able to add meaning to life through that way which can of course lead to such a rich and beautiful experience and so with that being said understanding the depth to which we process everything It is, you know, understanding that sensitivity to our sensory surroundings. And as I said before, having that sensitivity, not just to our internal world, so our thoughts, our emotions, sensations somatically through our body, which can often feel heightened or like we're processing them much deeper, but the external as well, like the busy places, the crowded places that can often feel quite overwhelming and often unbearable for HSPs. Um, And so this is a lifelong uh, learning, I believe, of really trying to uh, work with your energy and understand, you know, what is the level of stimulation that's right for you? Just knowing and understanding that this trait, there's nothing wrong with you and it is completely normal. And yes, 15 to 20% of the population have this trait. 
it's still relatively rare. You know, the average person that you meet is not going to be a HSP. But understanding the traits that belong to this beautiful personality genetic trait, understanding the characteristics of this trait can really help to alleviate any shame. And so when it comes on to the sensory part of things, it's really understanding what's your level of optimal kind of arousal when it comes to sensory processing. And so the other kind of signals that you might get with that is even to the point of feeling kind of itchy, uh, like clothing, like being really sensitive to the things you wear. I know for me, that's always been a big one. Um, I actually can't wear jeans. That seems like a really wild thing to say, but the only time, and I've learned this very recently in probably the last like year or two, obviously I'm not wearing jeans in Central America. I, I live in my yoga pants, which is a dream for me. Anything that feels like soft, buttery clothing or yeah, something loose. Um, well, it can be tight, but it has to be soft. But the jeans that I, the only jeans that I could wear were either like the really stretchy uh like joni pants from top shop they used to be or i did get some like mom jeans once and the only way that i could wear them was if i wore a pair of really soft like cotton leggings underneath so i could only ever wear them in the winter when it was cold so i could just layer up but yeah so it's those kinds of things that just create like a, a annoyance you know and it's just having that like awareness and yeah that's again on two ends of a spectrum it can feel irritating but having that high kind of attunement can really help and help with the awareness of appreciating the subtleties of life around you like the beautiful things and nuances that others may miss so i believe that when we can understand these traits more we can really start to tap into those gifts more than seeing this as a burden. And so the next one I wanted to share on this is that the depth of feeling, the depth of sensing can really heighten our intuition as a HSP. And so picking up on those shifts of energy, helping just to navigate situations with sometimes you know uh an almost supernatural type feeling of like wow and picking up on this and sometimes you know it's great there's a couple of things i wanted to say on on the intuition piece growing up feeling that you may have many different experiences if you resonate with being a hsp but the intuition part i feel is something that's come to me much later in my life it's something i'm really working with now being really in tune with my energy and for the whole first 30 years of my life that was really hard i actually couldn't even label what i was feeling in my body till very recently you know in the last couple of years um i could label an emotion that was the work that i you know i've been doing for the last um seven or so years is is beginning to understand my emotions but to get to that point of being able to label and understand the energy, the feeling, the sensations in our body is a real process, especially when you've spent 25 years or longer, 40, 50, however old you might be, intellectualizing your feelings and being taught that listening to your gut emotions isn't important. 
but knowing actually that because you are wired in a way that gives you that deeper sensitivity, that deeper processing of your sensory surroundings, you actually have a gift of being able to use your intuition and to be able to feel what other people maybe can't feel, to be able to sense those real tiny shifts in energy around you, you know, like maybe you, maybe you're aware of this and, and for you, this is something that has come naturally for you growing up as a HSP. But I know for a lot of people, this is something that was shut down early on in childhood. And so it may feel when reading this out, like that your intuition isn't strong, but maybe you have that deep inner knowing that your intuition is something that you've neglected. And so you get to know now that that is a real gift that you get to bring online when you start to understand and work with your energy, your nervous system, and creating more nourishing spaces for you to thrive. And so the next part that I wanted to share as a HSP, that the heightened sensitivity that we have it really gives us the ability to tap into our creativity. And so I've noticed this with many people that I've been surrounded with that are HSP, many people that I know and clients that I've worked with in the past who have suppressed their creativity. And that's not surprising given the society that we have all grown up in. But being able to understand that that's actually a real innate and natural part of you being able to tap into those different realms of creativity through your music, through art, through writing, maybe even problem solving or, you know, really using your imagination, that vivid imagination that maybe doesn't feel so natural right now, but is definitely a core part of you that that is almost a given and is very much associated with the trait of high sensitivity is being able to really use the sensitivity to tap into those creative layers. And so we are often more deeply moved through art, through music, through our writing. Maybe we express ourselves that way. Maybe we express ourselves through cathartic release by listening to other people's words, through hearing their music, their writing, their art. So that's something to listen to and and recognize. Is that you? Is that something you can see in other people? And I think that's a really beautiful gift. I think I'll end this part here with sharing some of the gifts. Of course, there are some more specifics to this, but I wanted to just cover the key things for me that I feel really important that stands out for me for being a, a HSP. And the last one I wanted to share is that Having that real empathetic ability to empathize, hear other people, to see other people in such a deep way and offer them compassion is also that gift of being a really great listener, of having that real core innate ability to help others feel seen and to feel heard. And so that can be really healing for many people. And I know that many deeply sensitive people may really struggle in the world of feeling forced to go down a specific route you know feeling forced to go down a path that feels uh, like the most conventional and the most desired route for most of society and I know that many HSPs the way they're wired the way their brains are the way their nervous systems are you know we're not designed for this world in this way of living 
constantly being switched on all the time. And there are so many reasons why understanding about this gift can bring about such amazing and profound life changes because we can really learn to under learn to understand and accept ourselves for who we are. But if we don't understand who we are and we reject that those parts of us, it can lead to living a really inauthentic life. My point here was just to say that I see a lot of sensitive people moving into the world of healing, space holding, the path of being of service, sharing with other people what they can see, being the guides to other people, because they really do care and they're doing it for a good reason because they hear, they see, they witness and they they want to be able to be of service and, and do meaningful work here in the world. It's really, really important for a HSP to be doing meaningful work and to be showing up in a way that feels good for them, like from their heart, you know? So that's that's some of the main traits of being a HSP. And I wanted to just cover that if you're listening and you maybe haven't heard of this term before, if you resonate with being a highly sensitive person, these are just some beautiful reminders here for you as well, because we can never have too many reminders, right? And so I wanted to just move on to sharing really some of the really beautiful gifts around being highly sensitive because I know as I've touched on before at the start of this episode finding out I was a HSP was a real life changer I I can't pretend that having the label of being a highly sensitive person not that I'm only identifying as a HSP but to understand and for there to be a label to a trait of something that has so much meaning to me in my life and has been so real for me the experiences of knowing that I've moved through the world feeling like I sometimes yeah just can't cope in this world that that life feels too hard and I've done a lot of work through my own personal development journey and through healing and I've got to the point where I love my sensitivity and because I embrace it now but before I was in a place of struggling a lot with acceptance of who I am, you know, many moments of why am I like this? Why can't I cope? How do my friends seem to just cope okay? Why is this so hard for me? Why can I never seem to, you know, why does this never seem to work for me? All of these questions that are internal messages we create from moving through life in a society where 80% of people aren't HSP. And, you know, the more that we can spread awareness, the more that you can understand about this gift, this trade, the better it will be for the world, society. So I moved from feeling that my sensitivity was a curse, you know, being overwhelmed by all of the emotions inside, by all of the noise around me, like the frustration I would feel when I came to sit down to do work and I just really couldn't do anything because there was something distracting me at all times and the noise around me was so loud and I just couldn't understand how the people around me were just working with like all this noise, TV on, radio on, people talking, you know, like for me it was like hell with noise and external stimuli. So for me it did show up in many ways. I, I relate very much to all of the traits that that 
are shared in Dr. Elaine Aaron's work around being a highly sensitive person. And so if you haven't checked that out, um, I definitely recommend it. She's wrote some amazing books as well. Um, but there was a turning point, as I said, when I realized that being sensitive isn't something to be fixed. It's beautiful. It's a gift. And the only way that we're going to learn to see it as a gift is if we learn to understand that about ourselves, to know there is absolutely nothing wrong with us by having this trait, that yes, there can be challenges, of course, as with everything. But once we really understand and learn to work with it, we know it's not something that needs to be fixed, but gets to be worked with. It gets to be a choice, a moment of acceptance. And I'm not saying this moment's going to happen overnight if this is where you're at in your journey. It takes time. It takes a lot of deconditioning, but it's worth it. Once you start to do that work, it becomes so much easier. The acceptance is, yeah, such a key part. As I mentioned as one of our beautiful traits, and I'll touch on this again, being able to connect to others on such a level that feels truly authentic, it feels like a genuine connection, is such a gift in today's society. And I know this all too well. Uh, it's something I crave deeply with other humans deep, real, honest, open, vulnerable connections. It's something that I find so much value in, in my life. And those who have the trait of being highly sensitive, I often have found that there is a deeper connection or there's a deeper desire to connect and a deeper need for these people with this trait for us to be more real and more authentic. It's like it's really hard to sugarcoat. For me, at least, I know this is definitely how I express or how this trait reflects out in me, is that I find it really hard to sugarcoat anything. And don't get me wrong, I've suffered with people-pleasing tendencies my whole life with little awareness of that's what I was actually doing. I just thought it was part of my personality. But the moment that I had awareness of myself, I realized what I was deeply craving was real authentic connections. And of course, by being that people pleaser, by having that trait come out as a protection for me, because I was really deep down fearful what other people would think of me, I actually prevented the authentic connections that were destined to happen if I was just going to show up as my real self. So that's how I feel when it comes to being sensitive and wanting to connect on a deep level. There may be a journey for you of undoing that people-pleasing part and finding out why that part is showing up for us. And it's rooted very much in not accepting ourselves for who we are. And so when we can allow ourselves to just accept, we get to show up more authentically and we get to give others the gift and we get to be the gift of showing up as our real true genuine selves that yeah is definitely needed and a lot of people appreciate and so the next one that I wanted to share in terms of our gifts of this trait is looking at our real ability to connect with others around us I've found this with many HSPs that having this trait it really brings with it the ability to be vulnerable. It's like this deep connection to this authentic vulnerable side. 
and it's really a beautiful thing I see vulnerability as because I know that my biggest healing has come from witnessing other people in their vulnerability, sharing the raw truths about their life, sharing everything from that space that feels like it's too much to share. It's too deep. It's just too much and people are going to judge you for being too much. All of those parts that we hide away from ourselves are the gifts that we have and being being a, a highly sensitive person, we have that extra ability to tune into that vulnerability. And so it's a really beautiful gift. I see it as a strength, being able to tap into that. And of course, you know, over years, depending on your upbringing, your conditioning, the beliefs that you hold to be true, this is going to look different for everyone in terms of your abilities to tap into that vulnerability. But it's an innate part that I really see with other HSPs of being able to really utilize your gift with that deep authenticity, that deep honesty, that deep sensitivity and connection that we have to ourselves. And so there's this richness that we get to experience life with. We're experiencing life on the extreme ends of the spectrum. Yes, we may feel things a lot deeper. It may be a lot harder for us to process things or you know, we're finding that we're going to have to make adjustments to living in this society in terms of honoring our true needs and speaking up and voicing for ourselves what works best for us with a HSP nervous system. But what comes with that is if we can honor that within ourselves and accept ourselves is this deep knowing that if we're experiencing life to the extremes in that in our quote unquote negative emotions the deeper the more difficult emotions let's say the ones that make us feel all consumed yes we experience those to a much greater degree but we also get to experience joy beauty the arts really amazing positive experiences on the other end of the spectrum and so that deepening of our understanding of what it means to have this trait, that acceptance of what it means to be a highly sensitive person, the changes that we need to make in order to accept ourselves, you know, boundaries, massive one. That is required for us to really assert and be honest with ourselves. It's really required for us to start speaking our truth, to be really honest with our needs because a HSP does have different needs and this isn't in a way of this isn't a bad thing it's different it doesn't mean you're any less than it's just different and that gets to be beautiful when you accept yourself there's nothing that you can feel resistance to if you have that you haven't accepted within yourself if we really really at a really core level are able to accept ourselves move through the shame of parts of us that we don't accept because we've been told at some point or other in society that these parts of us are unacceptable. We're not allowed to show up as being too emotional. We're not allowed to show up as feeling like we need to take our time with certain tasks because we might feel overwhelmed. We're, we're like frowned upon for not being switched on all the time or for choosing not to be switched on to, you know, all of this stuff is going to be is going to be where the key work is here in order to learn to really accept and embrace this trait. Um, there's a lot more in this um, as well. And this is actually the work that I, I do work on personally with clients and 
can really help support with transitioning to learning to accept this trait because it comes down to acceptance. It really does. There's an educational piece and an awareness around the trait and then we, we work on accepting it. But the last thing I actually wanted to cover here, which is something that I think is really, really beautiful and important to recognize when we're, when we're out there in society, because it's something I've experienced myself, this feeling of not feeling enough, this feeling of feeling that my sensitivity is like a hindrance to my life, like it's a burden that throughout life, I maybe have felt that I haven't got as far as I've wanted to go because of my sensitivity, because of the traits that have come with that. And I've had to work through a lot of that, a lot of understanding around why. Um, and of course, some of these things turn into being more self-fulfilling, you know, thinking that we aren't equipped enough emotionally or we're not resilient enough emotionally. So then we don't put ourselves forward for certain positions, let's say, in a career. And that knocks our confidence because we feel stuck. We feel that we're, we're burdened and that we can't move forward in life because of an inherent trait, a part of us that we continually resist and fight against. And so it's this part of us that we get to like tune into and recognize that there's nothing wrong with us. But can we consider that the beliefs, the views, the society that we have grown up in, that we live in right now, is not supportive of someone with this trait. And this is where it really can, that connection back to yourself is key. When, when it comes to being a HSP and possessing these traits naturally of being really empathetic, compassionate, being able to empathize really naturally with others really gives that extra benefit of being a great leader, of being able to understand the needs, the emotions, the motivations of other people, their team members, the bigger picture, as well as getting down to the nitty gritty details and creating a supportive environment for everyone. So that was something that I really discovered within myself and other people around me where I just observed that the world needs more sensitive people to embrace their gifts of sensitivity, to be able to really utilize what you've been born with on a really you know core level where you can see from a, a more diplomatic side i guess being able to weigh up different options without going into things in a way that maybe the old style of leaders were you know kind of once running things big corporations the world you know so I felt like that was a beautiful one to end up on. And I think when we recognize that we don't need to be fitting into these standards that society has already created, we just give ourselves so much power back. We give ourselves the gift of just being able to truly shine and share the special things that we've been born with. Like it truly is an incredible gift and I really believe that. I really believe that it's time for the world to, yeah, begin to shift with seeing this. And the more that highly sensitive people can embrace the gifts, the more you can really own who you are in this world. Being fully embodied in that is going to help to shift things and help you know, new ways of being in society. We have to do that for ourselves and our future generations. So I think that brings it to a nice point to close this episode. So again, if there's anything in here that you felt called to share with me or any of your own 
personal stories or insights I would love to hear and sending all the love take care see you in the next episode thank you so much for listening if anything I shared in today's episode has touched your heart or you feel cool to share with me any parts of your own personal journey I'd love to hear from you you can find me over on Instagram at I am Rachel Kelly I'm sending you so much love and I'll see you in the next episode